speaking on the term gaslighting. Gaslighting is something I became familiar with and really understanding the depths of it when I started to question if I truly was a quote-unquote crazy female and crazy meaning mentally deranged. And the reason I even started questioning this about myself and maybe you have also male or female is because you have been called crazy more than once in either one relationship or multiple. And the reason why I was called crazy in more than one of my past relationships is because I kept falling for the same type of men. Those so-called men that also fall into the narcissist category. Now, I'm no certified psychologist, but I sure do know a thing or two about narcissism and dating a narcissist, unfortunately. And fortunately also because I have been able to learn so much about life and how my worth ties into keeping my sanity. I've also been able to help others even before my podcast with understanding and dissecting toxic people and their traits and that's where gaslighting comes into play. Gaslighting is an insidious and insidious means a gradual or subtle way but it carries harmful effects. It's an insidious form of manipulation and psychological control It leads victims to question what they know is true. They may end up doubting their memory, their perception, and even their sanity. And over time, a gaslighter's manipulation can grow more complex and potent, making it increasingly difficult for the victim to see the truth. The term gaslighting actually comes from a 1938 play called Gaslight. And that play later turned into a film in 1944. And it was where the protagonist's husband, and protagonist just basically means leading character, but her husband slowly manipulated her into believing that she was going mad. So the husband basically convinces his wife that she is imagining things that are negative about him. And they weren't imagined, they were true. Things that she was seeing for herself, her own two eyes were witnessing. And he made her feel as if she wasn't seeing this, that she was deranged, okay? That she was crazy. And if you're into old films, this is definitely one to see, especially to help understand this term even more. But the thing with gaslighting is it can happen in romantic relationships or with friendships or even family members. And the goal of the gaslighter is to just make their victim undermine their own judgment and reduce their self-esteem. So 
once these results are achieved, the victim tends to depend on the abuser for a longer period of time. It can start with small actions like the abuser moving an item you put down, then suggesting you misplaced it when you asked for help finding it. So basically it's your fault and they had nothing to do with it, even though they did, but they don't want you to be aware of this. And then it can lead to just flat out lying about events. They may deny things you know they said or claim a whole event like a violent or even verbal abuse. Like that event didn't happen. And it did. And you both know it did. But they sure won't let you believe that it did. They then will most likely call you crazy in a bid to make you genuinely believe that you are. And they slowly try to fade away any reality in your mind and basically want you to think you are making things up in your head. This type of conditioning is one that comes with some serious consequences. And there have been times that this type of conditioning has led to suicide in victims. That's scary. People have taken their own lives because of somebody that was gaslighting them. And other consequences are depression, fatigue, very highs and very lows in emotions, that walking on eggshells feeling. So it's very important to educate ourselves on these type of people so that we can better avoid them or at least avoid them being able to have any influence on us. Knowledge really is power. And the more you know, the more you understand and the more you can apply and the better you can readjust if necessary. When I started learning about the type of men I was allowing myself to be involved with, I was in turn also strengthening my self-love, my self-worth, my self-respect, and even my willpower. And some people say it's like having a guard up. That's not quite so. It's more of just a self-entitlement to protecting your dignity. You are allowed and supposed to protect yourself from what you already know. If you educate yourself and you see all the signs of this person being toxic, you need to protect yourself from allowing that person to cross any boundaries with you. It's not a guard. It's your life. It's reality. Only people who don't understand or care to understand use the having a guard up phrase. And most of the time, those people saying you have a guard up usually do not come in peace. So basically, it's a red flag and this person needs to be avoided. Anyone is susceptible to gaslighting. So having the attitude that can never be me is an extreme attitude. Instead, maybe noting that if, and God forbid, it were to be me, but if this happens, I will know what is happening and I will cut ties. I will not become weak for this person. I will not allow myself to become a victim. This person is an abuser. And I know this because I've read about 
this type of person. I've educated myself on this topic. Keep in mind that gaslighting is done slowly and it's so the victim doesn't really realize that they have been brainwashed. But I'm here to share hope and share that even though you may be a victim or you were a victim, you can get out and you can stay out of that vicious and toxic lifestyle. It just boils down to how much are you willing to prove to yourself that you love yourself? See, for me, I had this desperate want and that want was for me to be loved by someone else, someone other than my children. And even before I had children, I wanted this love and the love was not that of a child. It's not that I didn't want kids. I did, but I craved this male in my life. And I even realized when I did have children, like, okay, yeah, this unconditional love is good. I love it. I love my children. I am so grateful, so thankful, and so blessed for them. But they're going to get older and they're going to live their lives and they're going to go about their business. And then what? Where is that love at that I am craving? That want was toxic because I didn't attach any standards. Basically, it was like, oh, he said he loves me, so he's a winner. And as pathetic and embarrassing as that sounds, it was my reality for a very, very long time. So what needed to be done on my part is find and get to the root of my toxic want. Figure out why I was attached to something that brought way more pain than happiness. I had to do some soul searching. And what I ended up discovering was basically a broken and half-loved child. A child that craved the love of her absent father. A child that was searching for some unconditional love from a man, a child that wanted to feel protected and cared about. So along with that, I also discovered that I had not forgiven my father for not being there for me as a little girl. I realized in order to make my love whole and enough for myself, I needed to forgive. I needed to heal the child in me. And we all have a child in us. Just because we are adults by age, it doesn't mean who we were as a child disappears. No, that child is still you. That child is still a part of you. That's why our childhood has so much of an impact on our adulthood. That's why those horror stories, if any, that we may have gone through, we try our hardest not to think about or to relive, but that's where I failed. My reality of not having my dad or really a consistent and solid male figure in my life was something I didn't want to think about as I grew older, which not thinking about it is fine, but not healing from it was not fine. And it's what led me straight into the arms of my abusers. It's what clouded 
my better judgment. It's what weakened my own self-love. I lived thinking a man's love is what I needed to be completed as a woman. Since a man's love I didn't have as a child. And well, I wasn't complete. After being in one abusive and toxic relationship after another, after another, and being broken down so much to where I completely lost sight of who I was. And after reaching rock bottom so many times, I knew I needed to do something before, honestly, I ended up dead. And dead from either being killed or me killing myself. I was one of those women that contemplated suicide because of this feeling that I was crazy, that I didn't know what really was going on, that I was tripping all the time. And I wasn't, but they made me feel that way. And it was a scary reality. I needed to stop ignoring red flags or warning signs. And I really needed to forgive my father. And for those of you that have been following my podcast journey, thank you for one, but for those of you that have been following it, you all know I took a trip this year to Puerto Rico and seen my dad after 16 years. And that trip healed my inner child. That trip really saved my life. It brought such a peace to my soul that I can't even explain. I mean, I will forever be grateful. I can stand strong and confident now and be certain that I won't allow another man to break me down. I won't allow another man to manipulate me to the point that I lose sight of who I am. And everyone deserves that strength and confidence. You deserve that strength and confidence. You deserve to never allow a person to bring you so low that you lose sight of who you are. And always remember that. Do what you need to do. Educate yourself as much as possible and practice self-love and self-care and self-healing every single day until you can confidently stand strong and telling yourself that you believe in you, your love is enough for you. And you are complete with or without somebody next to you. I am going to list some warning signs for when it comes to gaslighting. And remember, gaslighting comes from different types of people. It can come from dictators, narcissists, leaders. It can come from very charismatic and charming people. And it can come from mysterious and hard to read people. But what all gaslighters have in common is that They will make you constantly feel anxious. They will make you question your sanity and they typically make you feel the need to always have to be apologizing. You're always sorry for something, for things that you do not even need to be sorry for. They make you feel that you should be. It's a very constructed form of manipulation. And look, you may not be dealing with anyone like this and that is wonderful because I'm no longer dealing with anyone like this, but I have. And I know if somebody dear to me starts to deal with somebody like this, that I'm going to try my darndest to nip it in the bud. Education not only betters your life, but it helps you in helping 
in areas that maybe someone else isn't as educated. So if you see these warning signs in someone that is dealing with someone you know, or however, this gaslighting is occurring, you're going to be bringing your own light to this situation. Love not only yourself, but love others enough to at least try, try to open up someone else's eyes. Try to guide them because you honestly may be the only one that does try. All right, so some of these warning signs. Number one is they tell blatant lies. Like, you know it's an outright lie, but yet they are telling you this lie with a straight face. Their reason of doing this is to keep you unsteady. Once they tell you a huge lie, then you're not going to be sure of anything they say. You don't know if anything and everything that they're saying is true or if it's a lie. So it's easier for them to project onto you that you're crazy. Warning sign number two is they deny they ever said something, even though you have proof. Like, you know, they said they would do something, you know, you heard it but they outright deny it. This makes you start questioning your reality. And the more they do this, the more you question your reality and you start accepting theirs. Warning sign number three, they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. They know how important your kids are to you and they know how important your identity is to you. So those may be one of the first things they attack. And I don't mean physically attack. It's more so they tell you, you probably shouldn't have had children. Or if you didn't have this long list of negative traits, you would be more worthy of a person. They attack the foundation of your being. Warning sign number four, they wear you down over time. This is one of the insidious things about gaslighting. It's done gradually. It's done over time. A lie here, a lie there, and it starts growing to other things. It's basically um, like the frog in the frying pan analogy. And if you've never heard it, it's basically the heat is turned up slowly. So the frog never realizes what's happening to it. Don't be that frog in that frying pan. Realize what is happening to you before it truly resonates and before you almost feel like it's too late. It's a scary feeling and I've been there one too many times, but I know now because of everything that I know now (laughs) that that won't be me again. It can't. I can't afford that to happen to my life again. I love me way too much. You need to love you so much that this will not occur to you and if it has, you won't let it occur again. Warning sign number five. Their actions do not match their words. When it comes to people in general, you need to watch what people do, not just hear what they say. But this particular type of people, a gaslighter, you need to really pay the most attention to their actions. Warning sign number six, they throw positive reinforcement to confuse you. So this very person that tries to bring you down by pointing out any of your flaws or saying certain things are wrong with you that aren't, this same person is now praising you for something that you have done. So now you think, oh, well, maybe they aren't so bad, right? 
No, they are. Believe me, they are bad. And honestly, they're probably praising you over something you have done that served them. Think about it. They're not praising you because you ran that bath water that you're about to take a bath in. No, they're praising you because you ran that bath water that they're about to take a bath in. It really is all about them. And it's never about you. And when it is about you, it's all negative. So don't let that one praise or however many they try to throw at you to wheel you in. Don't, don't let that sidetrack you. Warning sign number seven, they project. So say they are a drug user or a cheater, yet they constantly accuse you of that. It's done so often that you start trying to defend yourself. Remember, many times the constant accusing is just a cover-up of their own behavior. You don't have to defend yourself for something that you're not doing. The last warning sign, warning sign number eight, and the one that I feel is the most effective tool, is they tell you or others that you are crazy. And I feel it's the most effective tool because it's so dismissive. The gaslighter knows if other people question your sanity, then they will have a harder time believing you when you tell them the gaslighter is abusive or they're out of control or they're habitually lying to you. It's a master technique, honestly, and it's one that was used on me many times. It really can break someone down and they all can. All of these warning signs can and they will especially the longer they continue. It can be very disorienting to feel like you have done something, but you haven't. Especially if you are a genuine person and your character keeps getting tried. You have to keep proving yourself and proving yourself and you get nowhere. This is why understanding manipulation is so important and it is so important to fight against it when you notice that it is happening to you or even someone that you know. See, more often than not, gaslighting occurs between two individuals who trust each other with one of those individuals suddenly manipulating the other. And because it occurs often within intimate relationships, Manipulation can be incredibly difficult to spot. And like with many other conditions, failing to notice it early on can result in the condition getting worse and potentially more damage occurring in the long run. Like I've said before, you play with fire and you get burned. Don't play with fire. This is your life. One life that we get on this earth this crazy, chaotic, yet loving and nurturing earth. Don't add negativity to your space by allowing somebody to walk over you. You are not a doormat. Believe in yourself enough to realize that enough is enough. If you're dealing with somebody who is mistreating you and you feel you don't have the strength to get out, then please seek help. Reach out to someone that can help you. If you feel you have no one, reach out to me. Email me. 
Life is Everywhere podcast, the number one at Gmail. Inbox me. Use your social media to get a hold of me. I will be that person. I will hold your hand, but you have to be honest with yourself. You have to know this is what you deserve. You deserve the best because if you don't believe in it, no one else can believe in it for you. The saying goes, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Be brave, be free. And with that, I'm going to close this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And like I always say, change your perspective, change your attitude, change your mind, and you change your life. I believe in you. So believe in you too. Until next time, I'm moving.